recorded during the Plague Year 2020. This is the Andromeda Minute, a show where Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays we go over one minute of, well, it Robert Wise's all-too-timely 1971 techno-thriller, The Andromeda Strain, one minute of screen time per episode. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm Rory Elward, a military technical advisor for the film and television industry. And Rory, they, every time we see this movie, they could have really used you. I mean, you should have been on that helicopter. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I have, I have many questions. <laughs> many, many this, questions. This is a, this is a, a minute without any, um, well, any dialogue apart from a brief. You hear the uh, the PA system announcing yet another bit of nonsense while the uh, wildfire team is drinking up their tang. <laughs> Drinking and, up their uh, tang, by God. And, and we cut to uh, ostensibly a uh, an Air Force uh, Bell uh, Jet Ranger uh, helicopter flying with, uh, as far as I can tell from the livery, none of that makes any sense. There's the the Air Force doesn't put numbers the way that they're putting numbers on the uh, on on the cowling, the the top cowling. Yeah, that, that number isn't correct, and it looks like they basically covered. They just got white tape and and taped over the end number on the on the <laughs> tail and and wrote U.S. Air Force and uh, and held it on with yellow tape just. To, <laughs> just they didn't overthink it. Just, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and uh, and um, you know, I mean, I I, I think there's a certain uh, rationale to not like. I mean, the the helicopter is not the most important thing in this movie. On the other hand, you'd think Jesus just you know <laughs> put in a little effort. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's they they got the decals, you know, with the yeah. with the big uh, Air Force flash on the on the side. Yeah. Like, here you go, uh, or Blaze rather. The um... and and you know, I mean, to to be pragmatic about my job, I mean, you know, for ninety nine point nine percent of of people who see the movie, that's fine. Like yeah. Air Force helicopter got it. Um, yeah, it, it's uh, at least it doesn't at least it doesn't have an end number on it. That's, no. <laughs> you know, it's, um, and we get to see that very, I mean, this is the beginning, 1971, but that, uh, that lens flare that, uh, as the, uh, as the helicopter is flying in out of the sun, one of the, the typical things of, of cinematographers wanted to make things more realistic. And I think it was established by, uh, Easy Rider. Easy Rider did this a lot where they aim the, aim the camera into the sun specifically to get the lens flare because it looked cool. Right. And. And unfortunately, that became a, uh, you know, if you if you want a documentary, if you want things to look yeah. now and hip and modern and current, you had to add a lens flare all, all the way up to J.J. Abrams. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, just I, I keep thinking of the uh, end credits to Kung Fu. Watching this. <laughs> What's better than that? Yeah. <laughs> it is. Uh, it, is, it does look like Utah. I, th- I think this was filmed not too far from uh, where they were filming in West Texas, but it, they did find the Utah-looking part of Texas, if anything. And uh, nice, nice part of the world. Been there a bunch of times, and it's uh, it, it's so. The thing about Utah is it's so quiet. It's amazing. I mean, when you, uh, apart from this helicopter landing, when when there's no, when nothing is making a noise, there is no noise. No. There's no. You don't hear any trains. You don't hear any aircraft. It's just an unearthly silence. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they land the helicopter. They're landing the helicopter next to. I don't know the error on those, on those um, jeeps. I'm assuming that they're 
that they're 1970 contemporary. They don't look like, they, you know, Willis. They actually don't look like American Jeeps. I mean, yeah. Um, they almost look like some sort of, like, you know, European Hennemog kind of a thing, which, I mean, I'm not a vehicle expert. I mean, I could, I could, you know, there's a couple of references I could look this up, but I don't know what they are, and I don't know if they're right, but. Yeah, I, 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 I can't imagine... It, it, again, this is like you were saying with the helicopter. It's like it doesn't really matter. It's just it's it's Jeep-ish. It, it's Jeep, yeah, it's, Jeep compatible. It sells <laughs> army vehicles. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We get to a uh, uh, a captain climbing out of the left seat, and I was wondering, is that? Uh, I, I'm assuming that's supposed to be the. Uh, he, he's he's army, and that's the big red one with low visibility. Is that is that what that emblem yeah, is? Yeah, it's a, it's a subdued uh, rank insignia, or rather a okay. subdued uh, patch. Okay, so so he's with the big black one in this case. Um, getting out, he's wearing like a uh, a baseball cap. Was that typical for? Yeah, that's 1970s? that's that's very much you know the the army in 1970. There's, they started wearing these baseball caps instead of the patrol caps, and then ten years later went back to the patrol caps because they looked dumb. Yeah, you know, the baseball <laughs> cap looked dumb. So yeah, it looks like they should be you know to say Farmwall or John Deere on the top of it. <laughs> yeah. um, and 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 the unif- I mean. Yeah, this, I mean, we'll see more in the next scene, but this is just, yeah, it's just a mess. Um, yeah. I mean, they set up this, yeah, uh, the, the, uh, yeah, everything about this is a mess. Um, but one, one thing that I, I wanted to say about the, um, about the, the opening shot of this, where the, the helicopter's flying over, I, I think it sells the desolation, and yeah. it's like this happened in the middle of nowhere. But I think it's also so much of the film takes place in a in a uh, in, at wildfire, and in a contained space. I think it was a, a smart choice by by Wise to open it up a little bit. To... Yeah, it's it's not cl- it's it, it, we've get, been getting a little cra- claustrophobic there with that. Uh, you know, they were they were eating lunch or drinking lunch yeah. in a tube, and <laughs> uh, it's yeah it, it it really you needed a little bit of sunshine and getting it you know back out in the fresh air even if the fresh air is contaminated with alien monster microbes um and i think but, it's, yeah, it's, it's also these things are happening you know in the uh you know the flyover part of the united states because you know anything that happens like this is why isn't everybody else getting sick and i think he's smart to reinforce the fact that this is happening way the hell out in the middle of nowhere which is which is why there's time for the wildfire team to actually address this yeah yeah but you know and it's we we take it as plausible that nobody would visit the town of piedmont for three days so it's uh and apparently nobody's calling in either although you know maybe the phone line there might be one phone line into town and a switchboard operator uh so being uh out of contact with an entire town might not be a big deal right uh to friends and family of people who live in piedmont well, probably um, the friends and family of the people live in Piedmont are in Piedmont. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm just wondering you know, if the Coca-Cola dealer is calling up to find out why his uh, truck guy didn't come back. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of un- unanswered questions. Yeah, I, 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 I keep wondering. I, I, there's so much. I, I'd love to see the sequel, and all it is is the uh, the Men in Black cleanup committee after this thing trying to explain to america i'm assuming that they kept it secret i'm assuming that 
they didn't or although they did say at the beginning of the movie that the that these are facts that are going to be released to the public very soon right um this is I mean, this, for lack of a better phrase, these are all impeachable offenses. You brought you brought back alien life forms that you know for some kind of a bio warfare project that you were going to use in the Department of Defense, and you you actually you, well, you, you accidentally wiped out an entire American city. Yeah. So it's uh, heads must roll, and it's got to go a lot further than the guy that didn't find the paper in the teletype. <laughs> he was. He was the low-hanging fruit, but I don't think the public's going to like, you know, by blaming it on him. Yeah, and the you know the senator of Vermont, I think, when he's at those uh, at the hearings later on in April, this is all taking place between February seventh and February eleventh of uh, nineteen seventy-one. Yeah, and uh, so the April hearings, I think, the senator from Vermont is looking at, and I pushed the bill that approved the money for this place, so. I think he's he's looking at how he's going to go back to uh, Montpelier and explain to his constituency how he was partially responsible for the death of everybody in Piedmont. Um, so you know, righteous anger. Righteous, <laughs> righteous anger. There's so much. I there's so much I want to know. So, uh, <laughs> so we're here with uh, two army guys and an air force guy, and they're uh, they're making. Uh, they're they're making their moves in to figure out you know what's what's going on what's the what's the protocol here for uh people of similar um you know you've got two captains uh what's the protocol for saluting they're saluting each other on return on on are, are the guys coming in in charge now is that well the the the, the guy coming in uh is the general so he's right. he's in charge of everything as soon, yeah. as soon as a general officer shows up, it doesn't matter if he's in charge or not. He's in charge, so he's getting briefed on what's going on by these, by the, the the site team that's that's already in place. Yeah, and I noticed the site team doesn't have. I mean, maybe this is maybe they go in and out on the same helicopter, but they didn't bring in. Well, or they're, they're driving. They've maybe they're the, the ones that jeep in. I mean, yeah. that doesn't make any sense either because this, um, you know, an aircraft went down. So the assumption is, is that you go to rescue the pilot. So the people that showed up would have been, you know, the people looking for the pilot. They wouldn't have driven in. So yeah, there, 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 this wouldn't be the only helicopter. And and these guys who were, who were, you know, on site, they undoubtedly they came in in a helicopter as well. So the idea that they they drove in is just like really middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, it's southeastern Utah. They're they're probably on an Indian reservation, or yeah, yeah, you know, maybe Canyonlands Park or something. I, I don't, you know, it's. I would think the Park Service would be involved somehow, but or although it's a DOD operation now, so they've cleared everybody yeah. off. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, if if well, they've got a couple of things going on. It's 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 a, a crash, therefore it's a rescue because you don't assume the pilot's dead, and then you're going to recover the aircraft. Because you know there's there's material on it you don't want anybody tampering with, so this would be a much more robust operation in real life. I mean, and, and I don't know where I don't know how much time's elapsed in the film between the time the jet crashes and when this scene takes place. But it's, yeah, I mean, it's it, not it, a lot it also, of time. No, it's it's only like a couple of hours, yeah. barely enough time to set up a tarp and a couple of uh, field yeah. desks. Um, it's uh yeah, I, it's very confusing. Um, 
And it seems relative, I mean, maybe they want to keep it on need to know and they're just trying to keep the staff small, but it doesn't, I would think that you'd have people combing the hillsides with, uh, you know, trying to find other evidence of things. Yeah. They, they, they had, they have some evidence. We're going to talk about that on Friday, but, um, it just, yeah, it just seems remarkably sparse, uh, crew compliment there. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm trying to figure, again, all these people, I think, except for the general, are too old for their ranks. Is that... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, everybody everybody here is too old. And way out of, they're missing, they're missing their, uh, their, their PE class. You know, it's, <laughs> I don't think any of them could do one push-up. No. Well, I, 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 think, I think Ramon Beery as Major Manchek actually looks the part. I mean, I give him that. He's just, he should be like a colonel as opposed to a major. But yeah. at least he looks the part. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's got that whole square-jawed thing. And uh, with the hat on, you don't notice his hair length. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, it's, it's yeah. No, Nobody's, I mean, it's funny because I, I joined the Army in 87. Um, but the, um, I, I knew guys who were in the Army in, in, the, in the 70s, early 70s, mid-70s. And the army was definitely falling apart, like the you know, the, the post-Vietnam era and the start of the the all-volunteer army were just not a great time. So, um, you know, standards were starting to be relaxed, but this is this is ridiculous. And these people would yeah. all be working. I mean, if you're working for a general, or around generals, then you have your act together, because you know you're closer you are to the flagpole, the, the higher you know the more standards are upheld. So yeah. The, the fact that everybody looks like you know the the Maytag guy is just not 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 acceptable. Uh, how how are how are the salutes? Um, the the one that I saw it look, looked fine, um, but I'll 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 take a closer look at at how uh, or how they're handling that. I mean this this scene where they're where they're walking up. I mean one thing that doesn't work is these guys have their collars up like Elvis. Yeah. And, and no. If, if you if you put the collar all the way up on the field jacket, it's because it's really cold, and then you zip the coat all the way up. You don't just wear it, you know, like you're like you're gonna perform. Um, <laughs> I mean, you do that on, on the on the white jumpsuit, which is only authorized for special occasions. But yeah, <laughs> the big the uh, yeah the standard issue TCB on the uh, on the belt buckle. Yeah, <laughs> you know, military protocol. It's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I I think the general. I, I get the feeling that the general has been in a lot of war movies, so he he knows how to do it. He's, yeah, um, his, his hat looks silly because they have the they, instead of having a, a two star rank, they have two separate stars sewn on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> here now you're, yeah yeah maybe yeah. yeah, he was just promoted. They didn't have a two star in the bag. So here, put this other one on the other side. We'll just wing yeah. this. Um, yeah. <laughs> Although I, 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 I like I like the way the uh, that you know Ramon Beery wears his uh, his fore and aft cap. I mean that's a good look for him. But the general just looks like yeah he just he wandered over from central casting. Yeah. <laughs> Can I be in your movie? Okay. Yeah. Sure. Look, I know how to salute. Yeah. And this um, and and the guy behind him is carrying the bag. Um, you know he's got his half, his coat half unzipped. He's carrying the bag in his right hand, which you would always carry it in your left hand because you salute with your right hand. So. Yeah. Yeah, he's just he's just a soup sandwich back there. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I couldn't salute. He had he... <laughs> just... I, I and the pilot kept the uh I, I mean it, it was like a dust off operation. They kept yeah. the engine running. Yeah. I, I don't 
It's it's that's because that's how it's ready for the next take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, continuity is, yeah, is a monster. When you... He 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 would have shut that thing down right away. Yeah, yeah. It's I I, I, <laughs> I, I used to I used to work for a, an oil company, and when when uh, PHI the petroleum helicopters would fly out of uh, Lafayette, yeah, um, I wouldn't I, I would not open the door until it, you know until the until the pilot told me okay. Yeah. Now you can open the door. Yeah. Right, right. And there's a there's a little thing here that I uh, I know. There was there was a guy named Gary who was a, a pilot. He used to fly out to these uh, these swamper rigs that were in uh, uh, Green Isle and a couple a uh, couple places off the in the Gulf. And the doors on a on a Bell hel- helicopter are really thin. They're like. Um, they're almost like Ravel models oh, yeah. of a helicopter. And uh, the way this guy gets out, the the captain, when he gets out of the helicopter and he slams that door, I don't think I would have been allowed on a helicopter again. You do not slam yeah. the door. You carefully place it back because the hinges are, the, the hinges are basically on cotter pins. Yeah. And, uh, and if you slam that door, you're going to bust the pins off and the door is going to fall off as you're, leaving the leaving the landing zone so it's which it's like oh. which will not make anyone love you no no and they're very expensive it's very <laughs> very expensive yeah you get the you get the invoice from phi and it's like your boss will seriously reconsider uh your need to be employed by the company <laughs> um you won't have a big future i'm i'm hoping I'm hoping that uh, most of the sounds, and maybe he wasn't slamming it. If, you, if if you're watching it silently, it doesn't look too bad. But I, I'm hoping that that sound effect of a slamming, you know, it, it sounded like you're slamming the door on an Impala. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah, they, it, they did that in post. That was yeah. Amazing. I mean, uh, yeah, Al- along with the uh, <laughs> the sound of a of a you know mash era belt drive helicopter, which all helicopters sound the same. Right? <laughs> on these things they always sound like the belt the belt driven helicopters that were in mash um but uh that they don't they don't make that sound they're they're geared and it, it doesn't sound like that but it's just that was that was my little nitpick i don't know much about helicopters but i do know don't slam the door don't slam the door just yeah don't slam uh, the door wow well i think we've beaten this minute to death so <laughs> let's just leave let's just leave it alone because we got we've got more uh, military mayhem coming up on on friday um anyway Corey, thanks for being on the show we will see you here uh at, at the next episode uh while people are uh, listening to previous episodes at andromedaminute.com and catching up with us uh try to do the three things that we always recommend uh wear a mask stay six feet apart and wash your hands for at least 20 seconds and hopefully if everybody does this we can get over this ridiculous uh plague as soon as possible anyway we will see you all here next time on the andromeda minute Very flattering. We don't know much more than when we got here.